Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. If you're a Superman fan, you would be familiar with kryptonite. Kryptonite was that green kind of crystal which deprived Superman of his powers. And uh, it seems to me that we all have some kind of kryptonite in our lives. I know for me there are certain people, there are certain circumstances where I become a bit powerless. A great example is when I'm with my nieces and nephews back at home uh, and they want to do something with uncle. They want uncle to play with them. Uh, to, to help them with something, uh, I find that I am powerless before their pleas. doesn't matter how exhausted I am. I, I find something within myself to give to them. They are my kryptonite. Uh, I find too when I'm in circumstances where I am observing great need. Some of you would know over the past 10 years I've had the great privilege of taking teams of young men over to the Philippines where we've engaged in... in house building projects and, and I find that whenever I'm there, whenever I'm, I'm, I'm immersed in these situations of great need, I can't help but be moved deeply and to want to jump in, to want to do what I can to make a difference. Now, sometimes this reaction in me can come from a need in me and I need to be a little bit cautious of that but, but in its purest form, this response that I have and I'm sure all of us have in different ways and at different times is actually a, 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 a reflection of the heart of God. We, we could say that when we have this response within us, we're, we're participating in the heart of God. There's actually a word that we use to define this response. And the word is compassion. Compassion is that quality of the soul that not only notices but is drawn towards the needs of others. The word compassion actually means to suffer with. Compassion wants to get involved. It wants to bring some kind of relief. And, and it's, it's not that Superman kind of relief. You know, that's our common tendency. We want to put on our cape and we want to fly in and we want to fix people's problems. That's, that's often the easiest way. But, but, but compassion is different. It, it's, it's, it's much more subtle. And it's often more difficult than that. Compassion is is much more about solidarity. Sitting with a person where they are weak, where they are vulnerable, where they are lonely and broken, and, and feeling it with them. I remember uh, when I was young, sometimes I, I used to get really bad chest things, uh, like colds, and, and you know, I'd be lying in bed and, and wheezing and coughing, and, and sometimes mum would just sit there and I mean, she couldn't do much, but she'd you know, get the face washer or she'd, uh, um, I don't know what she'd do, rub my stomach, or I don't know, whatever mums do. And, uh, but it, it, was, it was a ministry of, of compassion, right? Sitting with me in it. 
See, compassion is not about being a superhero, but it comes from this knowing deep within that your joy is connected to my joy. That, that what happens to you matters to me. Why am I talking about compassion? Well, last week in the gospel, Jesus was talking about the kingdom of heaven. You remember? He's talking about that life that he offers us. And, and he, he spoke about the kingdom of heaven as a treasure, as an unrivaled treasure. Uh, the, the treasure that's worth uh, trading in all the other treasures of our life for. And I tried to, to, to talk a little bit about this, this treasure of the kingdom of heaven. You remember I gave that, that image of, of a baby in a pouch. And, and what I suggested is that the, the kingdom of heaven is uh, the experience of being held by a love which meets all of our deepest needs, our needs for security, our need for identity, our need for nurture. Today the readings are giving us a little bit more of an insight as to what this, this love in the pouch looks like. That it's characterised by compassion. We heard it in the psalm today. The Lord is kind and full of compassion, slow to anger, abounding in love. How good is the Lord to all, compassionate to all his creatures. You know, Henri Nguyen, uh, the priest, uh, the beautiful writer, we, we, um, we mention him often, uh, we use his writings often in our bulletin. He talks about compassion like this. He says, The truly great news is that God is not a distant God, a God to be feared and avoided, a God of revenge, but a God who is moved by our pains, a God who participates in the fullness of our human struggle. God is a compassionate God. He goes on, as soon as we call God Emmanuel, God with us, we enter into a new intimacy, a new closeness with God where we realise God's commitment to live in solidarity with us to share our joys and our pains, to defend us and protect us, and to suffer all of life with us. St. Paul is getting at the same thing today in the second reading. He says, nothing, nothing, can you say that at home? Nothing can come between us and the love of Christ. Pandemic, our own weakness, our own failure. He goes on to say death, life, anything exists, anything still to come, any power, height, depth, any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now how can St. Paul be so sure of this? The reason he's sure is because he knows that God is compassion. The Lord is full of compassion. One of the things that becomes very obvious when we look right throughout the Bible from the beginning to the end is that uh, we, in a certain sense, are God's kryptonite. 
We are the ones that, that kind of can make God somewhat powerless, regardless of our failures, regardless of our pride. God can't help but be moved by our needs, by our vulnerability. God keeps coming back. He, keep, he keeps reaching out. God can't help but to want to suffer with us, to console us, to save us, not because God's weak or, or needy, but because our God is full of compassion. That, that's who God is. Today we get an example of it in the gospel. Jesus had just lost his cousin, John the Baptist, beheaded. And as we hear, he wants to go to a lonely place. He wants to process. He wants to grieve. And as he arrives there, he notices that the people had followed him. And rather than uh, kind of trying to escape, which is, I'm sure, what I would do, <laughs> what, is, what does Jesus do? Well, it said that he took pity on them and he healed their sick. He was deeply moved with compassion. And did you notice it was his compassion that then healed them? We can't talk about compassion without also talking about the cross, about a God who not only suffers with us, but suffers for us, so that our deepest suffering, the suffering of our sin, might be healed once and for all. What I'm saying today is that to be a Christian, to, to welcome the kingdom of heaven and to live within the kingdom of heaven is to learn to live within the compassion of God. And so Paul reminds us today that we often find this compassion in the places that we, we, we least think we'll find it. St. Paul's talking about uh, the troubles and the worries that we experience in life, about being persecuted or lacking food or clothes or being threatened or even attacked. And then he says, these are the trials through which we triumph by the power of him who loved us. This is where we discover the power of God's compassion. In the very places we feel most unlovable, most needy, most embarrassed. In fact, unless we're willing to go to those places, it's hard for us to encounter this compassion of God. It's hard for us to find the treasure. It's hard for us to enter the kingdom of heaven unless we're able to acknowledge that stuff in us. Because that's where the cross meets us. That's where the, the cross intersects with our lives. One of the things I've come to realise from my own personal journey and, and from the privilege of, of walking with so many other people is that each of us have a shadow side. Each of us have parts of our lives that we, we would rather not see. Maybe it's anger or rage or even hatred, uh, a jealousy, a uh, uh, Feelings of, of abandonment, of, 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 uh, of loneliness. Maybe it's, it's insecurities of one kind or another. 
Maybe it's, it's shameful desires or, or, or deep disappointments, resentments, all, all kinds of wounds that, that we can carry through life. And uh, understandably, these are hard for us to, to look at. They're hard for us to accept. And, and so what we often do is we bury them. We, we don't allow anybody into those parts of us, sometimes even ourselves. We, we, uh, we suffer them alone. But when we can open ourselves to the compassion of God, when we find this treasure, we realise that we, we don't have to hide anymore. We realise that God's in there with us. He's, he's, he's suffering with us. He's holding us by his compassion. And, and when we're finally able to allow God in, it's, it's then that the compassion can have its way in us, can heal us, can transform us from the inside out. See, the, the other key theme in the readings today that we mustn't miss is that God's love is not only full of compassion, but it is abounding. The image that we're given today is, is of food and God providing food freely and abundantly. And we see it in the first reading and the psalm and then again in the gospel. There are over 5,000 people uh, Jesus was feeding, but it says they all ate as much as they wanted. God wants us to know that this compassionate love is plentiful. There is no limit to this treasure for those of us who are willing and open to receiving it. Regardless of our shadows, regardless of this pandemic that we're facing, regardless of whatever the circumstances are in our lives, the compassion of God is always more abundant, is always greater. The compassion of God always wins because the Lord is full of compassion. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.